Welcome to the Mandalorian podcast. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. Um, today is the podcast for, um, well, right now as I'm recording, this is the podcast for September 11th, 2020. Um, and unless there is a trailer, so I'm recording this like Tuesday at like 11 a.m., central time unless there is a trailer for the mandalorian season two by um let's say like 48 hours from now so let's just say like 3 p.m thursday uh september 10th if there is a trailer by then then this will be the podcast for september 18th um but right now there is no trailer for uh mandalorian season two so you know it doesn't matter then it doesn't matter and then uh if there's a trailer um by after that then you know that is the podcast for next week and i think that's what we're we're gonna be doing uh with these trailers and stuff i because i'm gonna uh record the um the rebels season four podcast after i uh just binge watch all 15 episodes for season four and then hopefully by then there really really should be a trailer i don't know um you know they're they're real i don't know why we don't have a trailer yet uh you know i I don't i don't really think it makes sense to put it between two giant dc events because uh tomorrow guys um as of this podcast releasing tomorrow uh saturday september 12th is part two of DC fandom, explore the multiverse, and that's all about, like, the books and comics and, and, um, other television series, so, yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure what we're gonna be, um, you know, I don't really think, you know, like, maybe after that news week is over, once everyone, once all the hype dies down for, uh, all the DC talk, uh, that's when we'll get, um, a teaser trailer for season one, or or for season two, (laughs) season two of The Mandalorian, and honestly, they really don't need to put out a trailer, I don't think, um, I kind of want to be surprised, I mean, I'm going to watch the trailer, I'm going to do a podcast on the trailer, I'm sure the trailer is awesome, but everybody's watching this show, (laughs) everybody watched season one, uh, and everyone's going to watch season two, especially with, um, the lockdown still in effect, and that's still going on, it's still going on, that's, stupid, but, um, it's not stupid, it's necessary, you gotta have, um, the lockdown to, um, and end the coronavirus, um, yeah, but we do actually have some Mandalorian news, uh, if I can just get to my news app, alright, the Mandalorian, so, uh, Entertainment Weekly has, uh, released, some, we're getting, um, like, some, we we have our first look at season two, we have our first look at season two of The Mandalorian, and that is really exciting, from Entertainment Weekly, we have our first images, uh, and I am gonna go and pull up these images right now, so, there's five images released, um, I'm looking at this first one, and I'm gonna post all of these on the um, 
our Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network, so you guys can uh, go and check out all these images for yourself. We got this one I'm looking at right now with um seems to be a desert planet with uh, we can see Din Djarin just leaning on like a crate or something, and then right next to him we can see Baby Yoda. So uh, it doesn't seem like there's going to be too much of a time jump. Um, I mean, again, we we don't really know what Din Djarin looks like under the helmet. So, oh, I didn't notice that in season one, uh, and I'm rewatching re season one right now. I've rewatched the first three episodes. I'm going to watch the rest of it probably a couple more times before season two comes out. Um, yeah, uh, right here, I'm, I'm looking at the shoulder plate, and there, there, there's the mud horn. I, I didn't remember. I, I uh, was under the impression that, um, and again, I, I, I haven't really just binged the whole season since um since December but um and then I did rewatch re the season finale on May 4th but other than that no um but I so I, I really don't remember but um I just remember what they said in chapter 3 the sin that um he was like oh no I I, I can't have the mud horn cuz I was aided by an enemy um but yeah so that's interesting I'm going to be on the lookout for that in my re in my future rewatches of season one, um, so the second image we have Din Djarin, uh and Cara Dune is coming back. Cara Dune is coming back, and Grief Karga is coming back. And I think the actor that plays Grief Karga, Car Carl Weathers, I think, I think he's supposed to direct at least one episode of season two. That's cool. It's really cool. But it seems like they're in like. Uh, an imperial hallway or something. They're all blasters drawn. Um, Mando looks the same from season one with the um, silver armor. Same with Cara Dune. Uh, but Grief Karga um, seems like he, uh, he does seem more as if kind of uh, a... I think at season one, didn't we leave him off and he was like gonna be kind of like a crime lord and stuff on Navarro? Uh... If we can see with his clothes, I mean, I, I'm very reminded of, uh, of Lando Cal Calrissian. Uh, and that's really, really cool. Um, I, I'm really excited to see that. Uh, Lando, you know, was my fav favorite part of Solo with Star Wars Story, and I do enjoy that movie. I, uh, but yeah, yeah, so th this is cool to see. Uh, and I really, really like G Grief Cargo's look this season. I think it's awesome. Uh, now, um... I'm on this next image, and uh, Din Djarin is on a speeder bike, and Baby Yoda <laughs> just hang, hang, hanging off a pouch on the back of the bike. Um, Mando has the jetpack on from the end of season one, and they're on a desert planet. And looking at like the buildings behind, it looks a lot like Tatooine. So maybe this could be the episode where we meet Boba Fett, because uh, there are rumors that Tamora Morrison is going to be playing. Oh, it's something I just forgot to talk about. Uh, in last week's news episode, that um, T Tim Morrison is, is rumored to come back and play Commander Cody in flashbacks for the Kenobi series, and that's super cool because then we'll, we could be getting, and then if he is, and then if Boba Fett is really in the Mandalorian season two, we could be seeing him just playing, just playing you know two characters in Star Wars shows. Roughly at the same time, I mean, granted, I mean, Kenobi's supposed to come out in 2022, uh, but yeah, but if Boba Fett sticks around, then that could be, you know, like, um, 
Oh god, 2022. That that could be season four of the Mandalorian, or maybe season, maybe just like right before season four. Because I mean, what I think, I, what I'm just thinking in my head is like with release dates and everything. We got season two. We got season one in November 2019. I'm getting season two in October 2020. They've not. They like j- had just wrapped filming for season two when the lockdown happened. Like they like wrapped like two two three days before, and obviously they have not started shooting season three yet. Uh, and I, I, if, and, you know, I, of course, I, I, I would love it if they could continue with this, like, 11-month gap, or 11-and-a-half-month gap, but I, I don't think we're going to be seeing, um, a third season of The Mandalorian, at least in the first three quarters of 2021. I, I don't think we're going to be getting a season three in September, uh, I think maybe December or maybe even January of 2022. So it'll still feel like a year, but you know, it, it, it there. But calendar year wise, I, I don't think we're we're gonna be seeing any of the Mandalorian in 2021. Um, but yeah, and that's interesting. Uh, to Morrison. So yeah, this could be uh where we see uh Boba Fett this episode if if they go back to Tatooine and uh complete. I don't know. I feel like each episode is kind of. I feel like episodes four, five, and six of season one are all really like backdoor pilots for other shows, and I really like that. I really like all those threads that are started in season one that we can be seeing continued in seasons two, three, four, uh, and that is just so so cool, and I, and I love that. All right, I'm looking at this next image just of uh, Grief Karga just sitting in a room with. Just looking badass. Uh, same thing with right here with Carrie Dune in this final image. Uh, she's just leaning against a pole. Uh, and it seems as if she is on Navarro from just the uh, buildings behind her in, in the background. And yeah, that's that's really, really cool. Uh, and that's all from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, it's just awesome stuff for season season two. And... The fall TV preview, 2019 and 2020, have both had The Mandalorian on the cover. That's awesome. That That's really, really cool. Um, And I am just, oh, I'm so excited for season two. I've been rewatching season one, and it's so good. It's so good. I And I really enjoy how it doesn't come back to the Skywalkers, at least in season one. Um... Now, you know, in season two, it might be a little different if we, if, if we really do see Ahsoka, but, um, I, I am just really, really, um, excited for, uh, season two, Mandalorian, season one of the Bad Batch, Cassian Andor series, the Kenobi series, and just everything, all, all of it, it just looks so good, um, you know, and, hey, I, I am... I said this before, I'm fine if, like, there's a, only one movie every three years. I, I'm okay with that. Uh, that's how it used to be. And if we just, like, get, like, the rest of that time filled out with Disney Plus series and, you know, other animated stuff, I, I want to see, like, several shows going at the same time. And I get Disney Plus just starting out. We would have The Falcon and the Soldier by now if it wasn't for this damn coronavirus. But, um... I, I am very, very excited to see what um 
what Disney Plus is doing, and, and I hope eventually, you know, in like five, six years, we get like, maybe like, you know, now we're, now there's a Star Wars series, and maybe there's like a week or two off, and then we get a Marvel show, and then like three three weeks off, and then we get Star Wars, um, and that just excites me so much, just seeing both my favorite franchises always having content now, um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm so excited for that, um, yeah, so that is, I think... <laughs> TV's biggest 16-inch star. Uh, talking about ba- Baby Yoda. That 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 is true. That that's true. Um. Yeah. But oh man, I'm so excited for this show to come back. I'm so excited for Squadrons. It, it just everything for the fall of 2020 with Star Wars just looks amazing. Um. Yeah, we're we're so close to season two. We're we're so so close. We really want a trailer. Just watch the trailer just drop, like, as soon as I'm done recording, and I have to record another podcast. Um, yeah, so now let's move on to uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we're talking about the back half of Season 3, so the final 11 episodes. And this is your first time on just listening to the podcast. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um... We usually, we're trying to talk about all the Star Wars content, everything at least on screen. The new Thrawn book just came out, I am uh, about to start reading it. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about just, if, if you're new, we talk about everything Star Wars on screen and then some of the big stuff in books and comics. Um, we're not going to be talking about all of it because it is just so, so much. Uh, but all the stuff that's really big and really good, like if it, like... In, in the run-up, like, we're going to be talking about, there's going to be a Mandalorian original novel coming out in, I think, December. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely going to be reading that. I'm definitely going to be reading that, as this is the Mandalorian podcast, so. And that is, I think, really the first time material for the show. We had, we had not gotten any books and comics. Like, usually it's like, um, like, uh, I remember with, with, with Rebels, it was like the first canon novel was called A New Dawn. Um... And it, and it was a prequel to the series about Kanan and Hera. And, you know, we, we, we didn't get that with Mandalorian, and I'm glad we didn't get it. I really, I really enjoyed, like, meeting the character through through season one, and I'm very excited to go much, much deeper with it in, in season two and, and beyond. If, if you know, uh, Bob Iger's talked about there being potential spinoff series, uh, like the like Cara Dune show, that and that would be so cool. That would be so so cool to see. Um, all right, but let's start start talking about rebels. Uh, so we are t- discussing the back half, the final eleven episodes of Star Wars Rebels season three. Um, so episodes twelve through twenty two. Those episodes are Ghosts of Geonosis parts one and two, Warhead, Trials of the Dark Saber, Legacy of Mandalore, Through Imperial Eyes, Secret Cargo. Double Agent Droid, Twin Suns, Zero Hour Parts 1 and 2. So you've got two uh, two-parters in here, and I'm probably going to talk about both two-parters, you know, just at once. So uh, episodes 12 and 13, Ghosts of Genosis, Parts 1 and 2. Uh, so the synopsis for episode 1, or part 1, the crew goes to Genosis in search of missing rebels, and part 2, the rebels make another discovery on Genosis. So this episode... um aired 
like January of 2017, and we got Saw Gerrera in this ep- in these episodes, and like that's just some great continuity. Just right after, just right after the movie came out, and was he voiced by Forrest Whitaker? I'm, I'm gonna check because that's really. I, I think he is. I think he is voiced by Forrest Whitaker. Um, just checking IMDb right here. Uh, season three, Ghost of Genos, part one. Um, yeah, Forrest Whitaker did come in and do the voice work for Sagrera, and I think he does it again. Yeah, he he voices him in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and then yeah, he comes back in uh, season four, which we're gonna be talking about next week, unless there's a trailer, or if there's already a trailer, it's still next week, just one or two weeks from now. Just hopefully by the end of September, we're gonna have. A trailer we talk about, and we'll be done with Rebels, and we can start Resistance. I've actually got, like, just enough content planned out um, to be finishing up all the animated series. So, that's great. Um, yeah, uh, I've really enjoyed seeing Sagrera in these episodes. I remember just watching this these episodes, like, a month after Rogue One came out. I'm like, that's the, that's the, that's the thing from the thing. And uh, the last Geonosian... Uh, with the egg, that's some real. That's really cool. Like, the, obviously, you know, like they are bad species primarily. They're mostly sided against the our heroes. But you know, if it's the last one, you have you have to make the choice and help them. You got to do that. You got to do that. All right. Uh, episode fourteen, Warhead Zeb brings a mysterious droid back to the rebel base. Um, this episode was fine. It was fine. Um. Just a, a, a lot. This show is so pr- procedural. I've realized that each episode tells its own adventure, and and I love that. I wouldn't expect anything else from a show on Disney XD, but you know, uh, I I really enjoy that. And then you know, every few episodes you get something that really just builds up um, with Thrawn and everything, and it's so cool. Like I I really like this episode. Really, just the stinger of the episode really just showed that like Thrawn is moving closer and closer to finding the rebels. And that's really cool. I like that a lot. Our right, episode 15, Trials of the Dark Saber. Sabine you, le- learns to use an ancient Mandalorian weapon. Um, awesome. Awesome episode. Uh, c- continuing the thread from like episode 11, uh, Visions and Voices. Uh, she learns to use the lightsaber. And we get to see so much character development here for Sabine. I think probably most character development for her in, in a single episode that we've gotten. Um... And we learned that she, uh, that the weapons that she built helped the Empire to, like, enslave her family. Uh, that was so, so cool to see. Really, really cool. Uh, episode 16, Legacy Mandalore. Sabine returns home to enlist the aid of her family. Just seeing all these Mandalorian traditions, like, and I watched this episode, like, right after Chapter 3 of Mandalorian yesterday. Like, yesterday I had a long car drive, so I just, like, binge-watched, like, the last, like, seven episodes of season three and they're like just fresh in my mind so i wanted to want to talk about them um but yeah this episode was really really cool we got to see the end of gar saxon and more uh continuity because we saw him just like a couple months ago in uh the final season of star wars the clone wars now now streaming on disney plus and um yeah i i really really enjoyed it uh uh, man, this, and then I wanted to see really just maybe like 
an eight-episode animated series just taking place between this episode, episode 16, and episode 22 of this season, just showing us, like, that war, that battle for Mandalore. And, like, it could just end with, like, Ezra coming to rescue... To rescue... uh, Well, not really rescue Sabine, but uh, to, you know, get her and bring her back to Adelon to join the fight, which I will be talking more about later. Yeah, I think that'd be so, so cool to see on Disney Plus. And just watching all these animated series, I've been like, oh my god, the Filoni-verse can expand so much. So much through just animation. And then, you know, I think that season two of Mandalorian and beyond, you know, if if, if we do see Ahsoka in this, um, in this second season, I think that would be so, so cool to see. Um... Episode 17, Through Imperial Eyes, the Rebels work to extract a spy before he is caught. This episode was just amazing. Um, just a pure, like, spy episode. And I love that stuff. I really love that stuff in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. I just love a good spy story. Um, you know, uh, we got... And then at the end of the episode, like, Thrawn knows that... We, oh, we got to see Yularen again. So just... Last, like, this season is just so much... So much deep continuity to the other um, films and in the Clone Wars, because that was all that was released at that point. But, um, yeah, this was a really, really, really awesome episode to see. Um, just to see Thrawn become, like, a masterful tactician. I have not started the new Thrawn book yet, but, um, you know, I think I've touched on this much in, in my Thrawn reviews, but I thought the first Thrawn book was awesome. And then, you know, like, books two and three. Two was good, and I was not a big fan of number three. But uh, the Star Wars Explained YouTube channel, you know, he said, and and I usually, and I usually do agree with him. Uh, we usually have similar mindsets when it comes to Star Wars content and reviews. But, um, you know, I, I think Thrawn works better when, like, we don't know his whole plan, you know? And I feel like the last two Thrawn books were really just, like, forced in, like, mid-season finales and season finales for Rebels. Um, and I feel like, you know, like, a th- like the first Thrawn book for me works so, so well because it's set over the course of years. And I really hope that's, like, what we see in the new book. You know, like, Thrawn's in the background a, a ton. And that's going to be so, so, so cool to see and, and, and hear about because I listen on Audible because I don't have a good attention span. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um... I'm really excited to see where just the character of Thrawn goes in these prequels. Um, episode 18, Secret Cargo. The ghost crew helps to transport a rebel leader. More continuity. Mon Mothma. Um, showing up in this episode. Getting to see, like, the, just the beginnings of the rebellion form. Just, like, just like a year and a half before Rogue One. Um, and it's so cool. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, episode 19, Double Agent Droid, Chopper, and AP-5 attempt to steal Imperial Codes. This episode was really, really silly. Um, I, I didn't like this episode. I, I didn't. Um, this is the first episode in all of Star Wars. This is the first time in all of Star Wars we've seen a character have glasses and me being, me wearing glasses. I mean, I'm trying to proceed with caution, but, you know, I am a white male. But, and then, you know, like, I, I have seen people that look like me for just all my whole life. People with my skin color, my hair color. 
and then, you know, like, now we've, and of course, it was great, everything was, like, really good when, like, carriage developed properly, and they are good ro role models for, uh, people, for women, and, uh, people of other, um, races. And then, you know, I, I, I'd never seen anyone, really, in Star Wars or, or, or Marvel that's worn glasses, that's been, like, a major character, and I really enjoyed seeing, like, you know, like, oh, this is a character who has, like, the same vision problem as me, I guess. I don't know. Obviously, it's, it's not as big as uh, the other, like, race and gender stuff. But uh, just, just I mean, I, I, I know, like, a s very, very small idea of, of that. Um, episode 20, Twin Sons. Ezra warns an ally of an impending threat. K Kenobi! Got Kenobi. Got Ben Kenobi. And this episode just made me so excited to do. Just like rewatch New Hope. Just seeing old Ben. Um. I just loved seeing. Like. Of course you know this isn't. What we're going to be getting with the Kenobi series. Uh, in a couple of years. But. Um, I really hope like you know. I wanted to be on Tatooine the whole time, and I'm, and I'm glad it's it's a limited series. I don't think we could get, like, five seasons out of Kenobi, and he's supposed to be there with Luke. And I'm glad it's, like, eight years before. It, or it's eight years, um, it, it's it's eight years after Revenge of the Sith, which, may, which makes it, like, 11 years before uh, Rogue One and New Hope. So it's 10 years before this, and, man, 10 years, man. Kenobi, Kenobi aged a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, Maul died in this episode, Maul, Maul died at the hands of Ben Kenobi, and he was like, is he the, and his last words were, is, is, is he the chosen one? Yes. He will avenge us. And that's when I really understood Maul. His final moments, that's when I understood Maul the most. Throughout, um, well, he appears in three seasons of Clone Wars, not in season six, so really across two movies, four seasons of the Clone Wars, and two seasons of Rebels, I now understand Maul. Um, that he, he wasn't a Sith. Um, and now when Vader kills the Emperor, I guess actually when Rey kills the Emperor, when Rey kills the Emperor, she's avenging all of them, and honestly, this episode just made me dislike the Rise of Skywalker more, it's like, oh my god, no, just, this guy just doesn't die, just doesn't die, um, I don't know, I, I, I really enjoyed it, though, I, I really enjoyed this episode, um, it was so good, just great seeing Kenobi again, I remember watching this episode with my brother on, like, Saturday morning or something, whenever the episode aired, like, March I just, I, I just look, look, looked at the IMDb. It was like Saturday, like March 18th, 2017, or something like that. Um, you know, and I just remember being like, oh my god, th there he is. There he is. That that was awesome. I, I loved that. Um, um, alright, season finale. Zero Hour, Parts 1 and 2. The, the Empire discovers a location of the Rebel Base. The Rebel Base is under siege as Ezra seeks out help. Um, just a, an amazing season finale. I love seeing Thrawn as a tactician and all of it. And I'm so excited to see that playing more with season four. Um, I love the stuff with the Bendu. 
I, I thought, I think this is honestly, this Rebels does such a good job with their season finales. It's like, I, I want the whole, I mean, the, the rest of the season is good. It's just like, they I just feel like they, they like just like save all of it for the season finale. I'm like, no, just make the whole season like this. Make the whole season like this. Um, you know, um, but I, I did enjoy it a, a, a lot. Um, Bendu was awesome. Um, and I really, I just love this. I loved this season. Um, so it's kind of like a season three wrap up. So wrap up for the first three seasons. We got one season left, guys. We have, we have one more season of, of Rebels to talk about. Uh, and I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so excited to talk about season four. Uh, whenever that is, depending on when we get a Mando trailer. But, yeah, so I'm going to go start watching season four now. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Right now, we are covering on The Average Binger. The Average Binger. Uh, we are covering The Boys season two as it's coming out. And um, on our Monday and Wednesday episodes, we're talking about Umbrella Academy season one. Um, yeah, so check that out with myself, Nick Denenberg, Yvonne Seed is going to hop on in a couple weeks for Hellstrom. Um, remember, you may remember Yvonne from our Clone Wars episodes and Nick from our Mandalorian episodes, and hopefully Nick comes back. I really want Nick to come back if he's listening to this podcast. Uh, Nick, you got to come back for for the Mandalorian season two. Um, yeah, uh, leave a, leave a five-star review on iTunes and we'll read it on the podcast. And please... Uh, check out the website, kidcommentariesnetwork.com. That's kidcommentariesnetwork.com. Uh, send emails to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read them here on the podcast, especially for Season 2 of The Mandalorian, as that's coming up so, so soon on October 30th, 2020. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch, and the Force will be with you always.